0: The PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. The WinBet Casino is now offering a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 for new users. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Roster brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app today we also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. And welcome everyone to the prop cast part of the sports gambling podcast network it is tuesday march 29th close to 2 p.m on the east coast and joining me to break down some player prop bets for this tuesday night schedule in the nba my main man on the west coast the prop god dan titus dan how are you feeling this tuesday afternoon my man machine has returned man um
1: it's been uh miss you, bro. It's uh it's been hard. I I wanted to, you know, we were we we're definitely talking about props before the show. And, and you know, I think we're uh definitely on alignment on some games here and the way that they're gonna end up. But uh doing well. Tuesday, only a five game slate, but we got plenty of hoops to talk about. I don't think that we're gonna be breaking any NFL news. I think most of that stuff's already been handled. <laughs> so uh I know yeah. we'll be talking about NFL <laughs> later this week, but I feel like every time the last few times we've done this, man, like the phones has been blowing up for some crazy shit.
0: Yeah, man, it, it's it, it's getting crazy now. Right? NBA's winding down. We have about seven, eight games left for each team, uh, but we're still grinding out these player props, and you're right. We've been trying to plan an off-season NFL prop cast and just kind of go through some of the signings and trades and that have happened, and every time we try to plan for one, some big news comes down. Right. so right. Hopefully that that's uh on the back burner now. So I think we're targeting Friday to kind of go through some of the uh, NFL stuff, but uh, we'll save that for Friday. But yeah, Five game schedule. I know we're talking offline, but even though it's only five games, I think there's a lot of uh, prop bets that we do like tonight here in the NBA. And I know we're talking uh, about the Eastern Conference offline, and uh, we talked about it yesterday with Zach, but it almost seems like, Dan, I kind of want to pose this question to you. I think that no matter who ends up with the number one seed, I don't think it'll come as a big shock if they're eliminated in the first round, especially if a team like Atlanta or Brooklyn end up with that eight seed because I think Bungle's teams are primed to possibly knock off a number one seed no matter who ends up there. But kind of want to get your thoughts here on this, this race that's literally gonna be down to the final day in the NBA regular season for this Eastern Conference.
1: Yeah, it's pretty crazy the way that the, the eight, nine, and ten are shaking out in the Eastern Conference. They're all within a game of each other right now. Um so pretty much, you know, it's it's gonna be a really it's gonna be a really compelling case for who wants the first seed because the way the Heat are going through all their little turmoil right now, it's very timely for them to to go through this because I don't think anyone wants that one seed, to be honest. Like, yeah. um, you know, with the Celtics, I mean, even at the top of the standings, you know, you got the Heat Sixers and Bucks all within a half game of each other, and then you got the Celtics right behind them. They did just lose Robert Williams, which is going to be a huge impact for their defense, but, yeah. you know. I think that, I mean, the the Brooklyn Nets are probably the most dangerous, you know, eight seed you could possibly have in a playoff scenario. And then even the Hawks, I mean, they've showed it last year. You know, they were the underdog story. I think that they're not going to be as dangerous or as threatening this year just because uh, um, John Collins is going to be out indefinitely. And I don't know that he's going to be returning for the playoffs yet. And we've seen Bogdanovich be a little banged up. But. Um, they're still a dangerous team. Like Trey Young is playing ridiculous basketball. Doesn't get enough credit for how well he's played. I mean, the team is you know teetering over 500 right now. So I don't know how much respect you can give them, but at the same time, he's the engine of this team, and their defense has played better to to get to this point of you know at least being in playoff contention. So some respect is deserved there. But you know, with the Cleveland Cavaliers in a free fall. And the Raptors getting healthy at the right time. They just got OG Ananobi back. Mm -hmm. This, it's like really that middle of the pack towards the back end of the Eastern Conference that I'd be pretty concerned about if I'm, you know, a top three team in the Eastern Conference right now. Cause I think they're all dangerous and live to uh, potentially pull an upset.
0: Yeah. I think that the first round matchups, right? Even when we get into the second round matchups of the uh, NBA playoffs. Um, It's going to be a lot of great matchups and a lot of great series. I mean, we could potentially see a Brooklyn Philly in in the second round or maybe even the first round. I mean, Philly right now, they have the second easiest schedule remaining in the entire NBA. They have games. They have two left against the Detroit Pistons. They have two against the Indiana Pacers. That's four of their eight games right there. A pivotal game tonight for them against the Milwaukee Bucks. That's probably going to be, or it is, the game of the night here um, in the NBA. And in Brooklyn right now, with seven games left, do have the easiest schedule remaining uh, in the entire NBA. Now they get Kyrie Irving back for um, home games, home games as well as they change the uh, vaccine mandate for private sectors over there in Manhattan in the New York uh, area. So. It'll be interesting to see, man. I'm excited to watch this playoff race down the Eastern Conference. Western Conference, I think it's a little more solidified, I guess we can say. Phoenix has kind of ran away with that number one seed. They, I think they have a nine-game lead over, uh, I think it's Memphis in that two spot. Um, but Memphis has been balling even without John Moran in their lineup. So I, it almost seems like they don't need John Moran back until the playoffs. So um, any thoughts on the Western Conference before we get into our player props for tonight?
1: Yeah, I think that there's definitely going to be some mix-up in the middle seeding yeah. of the Western Conference right now. I mean, the Warriors are playing awful. Yeah. They just look atrocious right now. So I think that there's a case for the Mavericks to slide up into that four seed. They're only at um, what game it looks like to be like a game and a half back. The Jazz, they're also going to a little bit of a mini free fall. They've gone four and six in their last ten So, you know, I, I think it, I mean, are the warriors, I think that's ideal probably for the warriors to land in that four and five slot, instead of having to go up against maybe the nuggets or the Timberwolves potentially in that, uh, that six, seven range. But even the, you know, the Clippers to me are, are, are interesting now that Paul George is going to be making his return to the court. Like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much going to be that same second round team that we saw, um, where he played outside. He played great. You know, he almost beat that team on single-handedly. So, um, we haven't gotten any word on Kawhi. I'm not expecting him to be back, but at least Paul George changes the equation a bit, you know, the Clippers, the Pelicans, you know, and it, are the Spurs going to overtake the Lakers? I think that that's, that's probably the topic of conversation because while LeBron, um, is clearly like the only one left right now, like AD's ramping up, but he's not back yet. Russell Westbrook just sucks. You know, he's been playing yeah. better, but overall, like there's just not much prospects there. Um, But LeBron has a shot again, his second scoring title. He only needs three more games to qualify as the scoring leader. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't be surprised if he just mailed it in after three games and just let that this this season just die. Right. And then the Spurs sneak in there because the Spurs are only a half game back right now. And um, I see no reason why they couldn't just win out. Um, They're a better team than the
0: Lakers right now. So I wouldn't be surprised if they won out. Yeah, Lakers right now, second toughest schedule remaining. They have a a big game tonight against Dallas, obviously, without AD and LeBron uh, not playing tonight. And they still have games against the Warriors, the Phoenix Suns, um, the Utah Jazz, and then they played Denver twice. So the only two wins or maybe the only win right now in the final eight games remaining for the Lakers looks like it's going to be against the OKC Thunder. I mean, (laughs) they've struggled against the Pelicans this season, too, as well, Dan. So. Yeah, not, not looking great for the Lakers, um, but that's kind of been expected with them all season long, especially with, since they made the acquisition of Russell Westbrook at the beginning of the season. But, yeah, definitely we'll be keeping an eye on this, uh, the, the races uh, for the playoff seedings in the respective conferences as we kind of wind down here in the NBA season. Uh, Dan, anything else you want to touch on before we get into our player props for tonight, man? Now let's get into it. All right, let's do this. Let's take a quick break here, man. We'll come back and then we'll dive into our Tuesday night player props here in the NBA. Looking for Las Vegas-style casino fun in the palm of your hand? Look no further than Windbet, the premier online casino from the five-star Wind Resorts properties. From classic table games to all the best slots, thrills, and jackpots, WinBet has everything you need for the ultimate casino experience. Sign up today and receive a 100% first match up to $1,000. For sports bettors, Winbet Win hour from 2pm to 3pm Pacific Standard Time. They have better prices on very select games and anyone who has the WinBet app is alerted right on the hour. And also, March Madness is not over yet. Bet $500 on college basketball Thursday to Sunday and be entered to win a two-night stay at Win Las Vegas. So if you wager $1,100 on the men's college basketball tournament Thursday to Sunday, you're eligible for two entries into the prize draw. There's so much to choose from and all you have to do is download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com, must be 21 years or older and present in a state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Looking for a sweet SGPN hoodie? Every day, March Madness games are being played we'll be giving away a hoodie. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash madness to enter... That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Merch Madness. All right, coming off of the break, a short five-game schedule here in the NBA tonight, but we always do have our player props ready to fire away for you guys. Dan, I'm going to give you the floor first, man. Uh, What's your first player prop here for tonight?
1: Yeah, I didn't think it would go this way, but here we are. (laughs) Betting on Tobias Harris. Um, (laughs) I'm going to take his rebound line at five and a half. I'm going to take the over on that. So the Sixers have a very pivotal game against the Milwaukee Bucks here, but five and a half rebounds for Tobias Harris still feels too, feels too low. Mm-hmm. He's hit this 70% of the time this season, and he's cleared this in three of his last four against Milwaukee with an average of seven rebounds. He did grab eight in their only matchup this year. James Harden did not play in that game. He was not a member of the team yet, but I see this as just a really competitive game and for a battle um, of two teams that could potentially get them one seed. I know we were talking about, they don't really want it, but you know, at the same time uh, you can't deny home court advantage and you know, everyone wants to be the the top seed in in a division. Right. So, and I don't know if there's any contract escalators for something like that, but I don't know if there's some motive money motivation there, but um, either way, you know, I think that this team is going to, both teams are going to be very competitive today. And, you know, they're both tied for second place in the East right now. And I think this is really where you see um, Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris, you know, Maxie's probably going to have to have a good game. These teams are going to go back and forth. So this is probably easily the game of the night. And I think Tobias Harris will find his way um, to five and a half rebounds. And, you know, I think much of his game today is really going to be controlling, you know, Chris Middleton, uh, trying to keep Bobby Portis at bay. Um, So I think there's going to be opportunities for him to kind of grab those loose ball rebounds. Um, potentially hit the glass if Joel Embiid ever gets extended with uh, Brooke Lopez kind of playing as that perimeter, you know, stretch big um, that shoots three. So I think there's going to be a sneaky way for Tobias to clear five and a half here.
0: Yeah. Um, Milwaukee's kind of been struggling defending that kind of that point or, sorry, the power forward position as well. I mean, where I guess we can say that Tobias Harris probably plays uh, over the last two weeks, uh, or at least, sorry, the last seven days at that power forward position. Milwaukee bucks are allowing 12.6 rebounds to that position. So, and again, you know, Tobias has been an underrated rebounder pretty much throughout his career, man. Like you mentioned that one matchup earlier this season against the Milwaukee bucks, he had eight rebounds in that matchup and he's gone over this number in three out of the last four games as well. So, um, probably not going to be tasked to do a lot of scoring here tonight. I think you hit the nail on the head that, you know, defending Chris Middleton and, and getting those loose balls and, and rebounds and helping on the boards. I think that's when it's, probably going to come down to for uh Tobias Harris but definitely you're right 100% the matchup of the night too bad it's not on TNT uh or on national TV we have to watch uh the Lakers and the Mavericks but but here we are um
1: why why are they not flexing exactly. schedules like the NFL at this point like no one wants to watch the Lakers without LeBron man like yeah. i mean i don't really want to watch the Lakers with LeBron in that squad anyway but
0: still uh that's, yeah, that, that's something that yeah they need to adapt from the NFL like you're this late in the season a lot of injuries do happen, but again, you you gotta yeah. find a way to flex. Uh, like I mean this is a game that everybody wants to watch, but yeah, maybe that's something they figure out for the for the future. Um, mm-hmm. for my first uh player problem I'm gonna say that same game. I'm gonna go to the other side uh for the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm taking Giannis points and rebounds over 41 and a half here tonight against Philly. Um, and look, like you mentioned, this is a pivotal game for the Eastern Conference standings for both of these squads, but Giannis. He's filled up the box, uh, the stat box for the, for the bucks against the Sixers over the last seven career games against the Sixers, Giannis has averaged 30.4, sorry, points, 15.6 rebounds and 6.4 assists per game. And in those seven games, Giannis has gone over this projection of 41 and a half points and rebounds combined in six out of the last seven games against the Sixers and over his last ten regular season games, he's averaging thirty one point six points and twelve rebounds for contest. He's right up again in that MVP conversation with Joel Embiid and uh, Nikola uh, um, the Joker Nicole Jokic. But you know, Giannis has uh, gone over this projection six out of the last seven regular season games, and I expect that success to continue tonight for Giannis. Like you know, he's I mean, what more can we say? Like we we've seen what this guy has done: multiple MVPs, Defensive Player of the Year. Finals MVP, I think this number is a little conservative for him tonight at points and rebounds to get over this number of 41 and a half, Dan.
1: He's averaging 37 minutes, almost 38 minutes against the Sixers this season. Yeah. That's absurd. So if you're going to give Giannis 38 minutes, there's no doubt that he's going to only – he'll probably lead the team in scoring, so that's 30 plus, and he's going to get double-digit rebounds. So um, 41 and a half for points and rebounds to me just makes too much sense um, just given his track record. And like you said, not only has he done this in seven of the last 10 games, he has a a history of doing this against specifically the Sixers Mm -hmm. who he's kind of that unicorn, like Joel Embiid uh, is probably going to be more on Brooke Lopez um, than not. And Mm -hmm. you know, who's going to guard Giannis essentially. It's like, he's just like one of those cheat codes where it's like, you, you can't, you can't stop him from just willing your defense. So Um, yeah, I think he's going to have a really nice game here. So I like this play. Yeah. Let's get over to your next one, Dan. What do you got? Yeah, my next play, I'm going with Kevin Durant over 27 and a half points. I do realize that there's some blowout potential here against Detroit. um, But Detroit's been one of the best teams against the spread Mm -hmm. post-All-Star break. And with the Nets, you know, kind of teetering into that playoff spot, um, in the playing game, I think that this game matters for the, the net, or yeah, it does matter for the Nets. Yeah. Um, Durant has played well against the Detroit Pistons this year. He's gone over this line in two of his last three games, including a 51 point explosion back in December. Um, but he's done well against sub 500 teams as well. He's averaging 30.2 this year against the bummish teams in the NBA. So he also carries that same average in the month of March. So I like the way he's been playing as of late. 29 points in his last 10. He's been over this line 60% of the time this year. And I, I think we'll see him kind of trade buckets with Kyrie Irving. He has I, he has done a lot more in the assist category over this last uh, 10 games. I think we've seen him, you know, get anywhere anywhere near from that six and a half. I think that's where his uh, assist line is. So I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he dis- dishes out some dimes as well. But uh, Kevin Durant under 30, and especially under 28, to me is just really good value. So I'm going to take Kevin Durant over uh 27 and a half points in the spot here. Yeah. I
0: mean, with Kevin Durant, this guy can score from any point of the floor. I mean, this, he, he's the best scorer in the league uh, when healthy, one of the best, if not the best player in the entire NBA and He's a guy that can go out and drop 40 any single night for you. Yeah, the blowout potential is there, but I think that you hit the nail on the head, and this was one of my um, my best bets for the night is Detroit plus the points here tonight. And look, Detroit, they've been playing better defensive, so I will expect this to be a closer game than maybe people are expecting, but uh, obviously yeah. the blowout potential is always there. But... Yeah, Kevin Durant, I mean, we've seen multiple times this season, 40-plus games, he's had a 50-point game. So not going to get any argument on me on taking over on Kevin Durant points, um, especially against the Detroit Pistons. Um, I'm going to say in that same game as well, but I'm going to go to the other side. Uh, I'm going to go with their rookie man, Cade Cunningham. I'm going to take over 6.5 assists for him um, against this Brooklyn Nets team here tonight. He's done this in six straight games for the Detroit Pistons. I know Jeremy Grant is gone for the season for the uh, Detroit Pistons. And if you kind of take a look at his game log for Cade Cunningham, he is playing a lot of minutes. Uh, kind of go back all the way to February, uh, sorry, to March 11th, 41 minutes, 44 minutes, 36, 36, 35, 35, 37 minutes. And you know, the, the shooters that the Detroit Pistons do have with Sadiq Bay and some other guys in their rotation, he's been able to find these guys and at six and a half, I think this number is a little conservative for Cade. I mean, he he's, he's tickling. I know we got a, uh, I got a tweet uh, from one of our listeners that that Cade Cunningham triple double might be coming soon. And, you know, he's, he's knocking on the door of it may not be tonight, but I think that he may get one before the season. As far as tonight, Six and a half assists, I think, is a little conservative, especially at even money for Cade, who's been crushing um, the assist prop uh, over the last month or so. He's averaging 7.2 over the uh, month of March here. So hopefully he can get over this number of six and a half here, Dan, against the uh, Brooklyn Nets here tonight.
1: Yeah, only got four in their first matchup, but I'm not yeah. concerned. I mean, over his last five, you really want to play the recency bias here. Over his last five, he's just been absolutely torching defenses. Uh, 8.2 over his last five. You know, he's had a couple of double-digit uh, assist yeah. nights there. So 6.5 does seem really low. So I'm assuming that the books are taking into account that maybe he's going to be scoring more. Um, I do see his points line at 20.5, but yeah. 6.5 still seems to be
0: mispriced just based off
1: of what he's been doing.
0: Yeah, 100%. I think this might low-key turn into a pretty good game as well here tonight. You know, we got Kevin Durant, Kyrie on the net side, and then, you know, your number one overall pick with Cage with Detroit and Sadiq Bay. I think that's a player that um, I really like. I know uh, ZB is a fan of this Detroit Pistons team as well. Uh, <laughs> what's, that line, next, what's, huh? that, what's that line currently at right now? 12 and a half for the, the game? Yeah. Um, currently, I am seeing a uh, – I'm seeing 13 and a half and 14. So Ooh, it's gone up a little that's bit. That's good. That's good value for the Detroit, man. Like, yeah, um, I'm, I'm with that. And they've been covering the numbers in the month of March. I think they're 10 and four against a number mm-hmm. um, so far that this month. And then Brooklyn, I mean, if you take a look at their spread their home record, record is atrocious. At, yeah. Granted, granted
1: Kyrie Irving wasn't playing in most of those games, but yeah. still they're not good at home. So yeah.
0: four and 24, 22 and one. And they last their last game with Kyrie on their home floor against a Hornets. So Hopefully this, this is a closer game than uh, we think that it's going to be. Uh, Dan, let's get over to your next one, man. What do you got? Yeah, my third one, I had to go digging in the trenches here
1: and um, was really trying to target someone that I think is kind of, you know, either losing playing time or doesn't have a good matchup. And that man is now Ish Smith. I'm taking the under on his points at seven and a half. He's going up against the Chicago Bulls, who really need some victories here. Yeah. Um, And the reason I like Ish Smith is because we saw Thomas Seneranski. Um, really helped the the Wizards pull off a victory over the Warriors just a game ago. And he got a lot of hype from Wes Unsell Jr. and that coaching staff. And, you know, Sadaransky is familiar with the Chicago organization. He did play there for a number of years along with Daniel Gafford. So mm-hmm. I think we'll see more minutes for, St- 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 for Sadaransky and yeah. for um, for Gafford here. But, you know, he's losing minutes to Sadaransky; He's gotten yeah. less than 20 minutes in three of his last five games. He's going to be going he's going to be playing up against primarily probably Alex Caruso or Io dosima who are both really good defenders on the ball. So it's going to force him to pass more. He's gone over seven and a half points in only one of his last seven games, and he hasn't done it in four straight versus Chicago. So uh this is really just a fade to the amount of playing time that Ish Smith um is likely going to get with Saturansky kind of jumping him in the depth chart. Yeah. And um I don't know. I was trying to see if how Neto was active or not, but um,
0: I think Neto is out for the season, or I know he has an injury because he hasn't played in a while. But, um, let me see if I can find that
1: here for Neto. Uh, so he is not on the injury report, so that's just another body that, okay. um, Potentially could get. I mean, even if he gets three, four minutes, that's minutes that may not go to Ish Smith. So, yeah, uh, more so just seeing that Staduransky seems to be the hot hand right now at point guard for the Wizards. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't see Ish Smith really. He's never really been a a, pro- a prolific scorer. Uh, yeah. Definitely been more of a passer. So, I'm going to take the under on that. The points at seven and a half.
0: Yeah, I mean, you have the uh, the handicap on the uh, on the head here with uh, the decrease in minutes for him, and again, uh, him not. He's not much of a scorer, right? I mean, when you have KP on this, on the squad, you have Danny Avdia, guys that can score the basketball for you. Rui Achimura, another scorer for this team. And he hasn't done this in, he's only done this once in the last seven games. So I really like this play. Yeah. we If Neto is playing here tonight, Ish Smith probably won't even see the floor. Maybe he might be in garbage time where he gets a minute or two, but yeah, under seven and a half. I like this number, especially that you said that he hasn't done it in four straight games against the right. Chicago Bulls. And, and again, um, the Chicago team getting back at AC and IODISUMU, who, who are great perimeter defenders. You know, that defensive effort is going to be there tonight, especially after dropping a game last night to the New York Knicks in New York. So, definitely, yeah. Bulls need a victory here tonight against the Washington Wizards. They don't want to fall into that play in bracket in the Eastern Conference. Um, for my next one, I'm going to go over to that last game of the night. Uh, it's between the Utah Jazz and the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, I'm taking. Let's see Donovan Mitchell over 25 and a half points here tonight. Um look, this is a, a the, we talked about the Western Conference how that that 3 through 7 is really getting tight there. Um and the Jazz need to get some victories. I, I, I we did see Paul George upgraded to questionable for tonight. Not sure if he's going to go play or not, but this Clippers defense who had been great all season long over the last five games. They are really struggling uh, defending teams. Uh, they rank number 27 in defensive efficiency, number 20, 21 in opponent field goal percentage, number 24 in opponent three point makes and number 28 in opponent three point percentage as well. So you throw in Donovan Mitchell here. Not sure if Rudy Gobert is going to be able to go here tonight, but I think this is a game where Donovan Mitchell can take advantage of this lackluster defense of the Clippers over the last five games. And Mitchell is averaging 28.7 points per game against the Clippers in this last three career games against them. He's gone over 25 and a half in two out of the last three games against the LA Clippers. And then the Clippers, like I said, not only struggling defensively overall, but especially at that shooting composition, uh, one of the sites I do like to use, hashtag basketball, the Clippers are allowing shooting guards to shoot 55% from the field and are allowing close to five three-point makes per game to that shooting guard position. I'm expecting Mitchell to play some heavy minutes here tonight. I think the books are also expecting this to be a close game where the Jazz are only favored by a point here tonight in L.A. So I'm looking for Mitchell to get over that 25 and a half points um, projection here tonight. So I'll, I'll take that over for Donovan Mitchell,
1: Dan. The best thing for Donovan Mitchell was not having Bojan Bogdanovic in the lineup. Um, In the games that he's missed this year, Mm -hmm. Donovan Mitchell's averaging 28.9 points per game. Um, And then he's in a stretch right here where he's done it in six of his last eight games. So um, I really like Donovan Mitchell in any really any scenario where he's going to have to get buckets like the, the one, I guess the only concern I have is like, maybe the Clippers slow the pace down a little bit, but even if it does like Donovan Mitchell's still going to get his because, um, they're really, they're really hurting for some scoring. And, um, you know, it's not going to be, this isn't a prime game for Rudy Gobert. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this is really going to be an opportunity for Donovan to uh, get buckets. Mike Conley also hasn't really been playing very well. So, you know, I think more of the scoring load is definitely going to be put on Donovan to uh, keep this, this Utah jazz team afloat here.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I think this might be if Paul George goes tonight, but you know I think this is like good game to watch um, at the end of the night here. We usually give out three each Dan, but I know you have some bonus ones you kind of wanted to mention or throw out there as well. Uh, what else you got for the people?
1: Yeah, I also want to throw out a Joel Embiid over 30.5 points. He did drop 42 against the Bucks in their last game. Granted, Brook Lopez wasn't there, um, so I think he'll be some kind of a deterrent for Embiid. But let's not forget, this guy is the odds-on favorite to win MVP. So with such a limited amount of games left, this is going to be one of those statement games um, with Giannis also being you know, somewhat in the conversation of of MVP right now. He's hit this line in 16 of 19 games against top 10 teams with in, that are top 10 in pace with an wow. average of 34.2. And, you know, I, I just think Joel Embiid, I mean, just similarly the way that Giannis can't be stopped, I don't think that Joel Embiid can really be stopped um, in this matchup. So I also like his steals and blocks over two and a half um, I think he's, he's gone over this in seven of his last 10 and four of his last five. Mm-hmm. Um, he only did get one in their first game, this in their first game this year, but I think he's going to be very active defensively. I think we'll get some strips in there. He'll probably get some uh, weak side blocks. Um, I think he's going to be super active in this game. And I think he, him and him and Giannis are going to be the stars of this show here. Um, yeah. So I'm expecting them to both really have monster games here. Not only scoring the
0: ball, playing defense and also rebounding. Yeah, I'm surprised to see Harden's uh, assists are only at eight and a half tonight. Uh, I know he hasn't got over this number, and he's only got over it once in the last four games, but um, I think that might be also worth a look here for James Harden. He usually doesn't play well in in these big primetime games against. Better competition. I mean, the last game against the Phoenix Suns, he was only two of eleven from the field. He did finish up with nine assists in that game, but I think you're right. Joel Embiid, and I think it's gonna be the Joel Embiid and Giannis uh show here tonight in this game. So uh I do like that play as well. Um one more I would did want to throw out there. Um Damar DeRozan here tonight, um, for his points prop. He's kind of struggled as we kind of wind down the season here. I do see listed at 26 and a half. Um, I know Zach Levine. Popped up on the injury report this morning because they are kind of injury or managing the the knee injury that he did have. He did play 36 minutes last night in New York. Um, but I think this might be a game where DeMar DeRozan is going to be the guy for the Chicago Bulls, especially when they need to get a victory um, after losing last night against the Wizards and kind of say uh, and kind of avoid that play in tournament bracket there at Eastern Conference. So c- wanted to mention DeMar DeRozan as well at 26.5 uh, points to go over here tonight. Uh, Dan you got anything else,
1: man, before we get to best bets? Got me really curious about James Harden and fi- potentially fading him. Um, I'm just looking up what he's doing against, uh, 500 teams. Yeah. He's right out there, like 22, 22 points, but yeah, yeah he's, that's, I thought like that line is, is, is a little tight. I thought like that's the right, that's hundred percent, the right number for yeah. it to be, um, yeah, I still know that I want to trust Harden, but so like I partially part of me wants to sprinkle something on his under because uh, you're right. You, you said it best. Like he he plays he plays down against good competition. And this is like probably one of the hardest. Comp- this is probably one of the most competitive games he's going to face in a while since the Phoenix Suns, which is just, you know, a game ago. So
0: um, maybe yeah. it's
1: a bounce back spot, but I don't know. He just hasn't played well against good teams.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that even if it's Drew Holiday or Chris Milton yeah. matched up on him, I think that they could still give him fits, which may makes me think that maybe Maxi is like going to be that second score here tonight for this Philadelphia 76ers it's, it's
1: a great, It's a great point. You know, Drew yeah. Holiday, Pat Connaughton's not a bad defender. Nears Grayson Allen, he's annoying as hell, like yeah. so, sort of like Alex Caruso. Mm. Um, yeah, he could have a hard day, man. So uh, I might be looking into that market as well.
0: Yeah. All right, Dan, let's take uh, one last break here. We'll come back, we'll identify best bets, and then we'll get some final thoughts before we wrap up the show. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sports. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. What as much as $25,000 with one entry. That's right, $25,000 with one entry. Don't know anything about horses, not to worry. The ad gives you clear data on which horses to select, We're also brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The final four is set, and PropSwap is your place to cash in on the big dance. The last two weeks, PropSwappers have been making thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. You can always find the best odds on PropSwap because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Then after you make your purchase, you can either go for the win or resell your bet at any time to lock in a profit. Like Patrick from New York who sold a 1,035-1 Houston Championship ticket for $6,000 on PropSwap before their Elite 8 game. Patrick turned $1,000 into $6,000 guaranteed and the buyer got the best odds in the country. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. Propstop has fantastic features like filtering tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales, and red hot hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit match up to $500 only when you use promo code SGP on your first deposit so again a first deposit cash match use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500 join the real sports better on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets all right coming off of the break let's get into our best bets here for tonight Dan I'll give you the floor first my man uh, best bet for tonight what do you got best bet I'm
1: gonna go with Oof, man, it's tough. I'm gonna go with Kevin Durant over 27 and a half points. Um, I just think that the spot that the, that the Brooklyn Nets are in right now, playing so poorly at home, Kyrie just being allowed to play at home, I think that this is going to be a wake up call for the Nets. Um, given his history against the Detroit Pistons, I think 27 and a half is too low. This should be closer to 28 or 29 and a half. I also do like his points and assists. But I'm going to go with just the points here at 27 and a half, and watch him just get buckets
0: tonight. Yeah, I'm not going to argue against Kevin Durant, man. The man, the man is a machine. He can score at any from any for any point of the floor, and uh, I won't be surprised if he gets into that 35-40 point range here tonight for uh, Kevin Durant against the Detroit Pistons. Um, for my best bet, I'm going to go with Giannis, man. I think the numbers just make too much sense for him here tonight. I think, like we mentioned, it's going to be the Joel Embiid. Giannis show here tonight. And I think one more point that kind of really gives me confidence about is what you mentioned is that he's playing a lot of minutes against the Philadelphia 76ers. And I think um, when you have that amount of time on the floor, especially a ball dominant guy like Giannis is where he can score at will and grab rebounds. I think that, you know, he should be able to get over this 41 and a half projection. He's really done it all career long, especially in six out of the last seven career games against uh, against the Sixers. So, Points and rebounds combined over 41-and-a-half for Giannis against the Philadelphia 76ers here tonight. Um, Dan, anything else before we get out of here, man? Anything else you want to get off, get off your chest?
1: No, nah, man. It's going to be a good uh, five-game slate here. So, uh, yeah, we're just going to, need to work on. Maybe we got to send a petition to the NBA to get some better <laughs> games on, on, live t- on, on the national televised
0: games here. But, yeah, still going to be a good night of hoops regardless. Yeah, definitely need to flex that one into uh, national TV. Come on, we got... Giannis which is Harden and, and Embiid and, and Chris Milton drew holidays starts on the game. Got to get it on national TV, but right. <laughs> uh, if you got league pass, you're not worried about it. So exactly, um, yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun here tonight. Five games, but some uh, pretty good games here on the schedule. That's going to bring us to the end of the show. Like Dan said, we're going to be back on Friday, Dan, myself and Rod, we're going to do an NFL propcast. kind of go through the trades. What kind of impacts on their season long, uh, uh, prop bets and and player props uh we crushed it last season so we'll give some more insight on that i will be back tomorrow with the prop cast. i know scott is going to be out maybe dan if you're available if you want to fill in or if not, i can reach out to terrell but we'll have that conversation but we'll have a prop cast for you guys no matter what big schedule tonight in the nba on wednesday night and the nba gambling podcast as usual busy times for the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network. A lot of great things happening. With that being said, good luck with your bets here tonight. Uh, hopefully, we cash in on some of these prop bets. Oh, Dan, let the people know where they can find you, man.
1: Yeah, hit me up at Dan Titus on Twitter. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to go talk NBA gambling podcast on Friday with McKee. Always fun doing a show with him. And then uh, we'll be back with the propcast, as Munaf said, on uh, Friday for NFL. So, really hyped. Got, got a lot of stuff coming this way. Yep.
0: So definitely look out for those pods. Uh, we will be back throughout the week like we've mentioned. Good luck with your bets tonight and let it ride.